Some people say diamonds, but I think boundaries are a girl's best friend. If you've ever had trouble upholding your own, stay tuned. Listen, lady, you're capable, smart, and driven. Then why do you feel so overwhelmed? Hi, I'm Ruthie Parikh, mom of two, wife of one, best-selling author, and former perfectionist. Okay, current, but working on it. I'm here to show rockstar professionals who are doing it all that you can have an amazing career, relationships, and life by taking control of your focus, habits, and goals. Join me for simple and motivating ways to squash overwhelm and reconnect with what matters most. Welcome to Productivity on Purpose. Hello, my loves. I'm back and hopefully you are back for more as well. If you're a high-performing lady doing all the things, the family, the career, the home, the business, the friendships, perhaps even the laundry, then girl, hang on tight. Because first of all, I am giving you a big virtual hug, super tight, to say, I am with you, I love you, and no matter what you feel or think or believe, you are doing a really awesome J-O-B. I'm just so happy you're here. You've taken a few times out of your busy day to spend them with me and hopefully leave here feeling motivated to take some inspired action. My job is to help you take control of your time and energy and priorities so you show up as a better boss, a better friend, leader, manager, mom, wife, daughter, and all the other ways you tap into your badassness. As I was preparing for today's episode, I realized I had to break this topic down into a few bite-sized pieces, and that's because it's a biggie, and there are so many directions I could go because we are talking all about boundaries. My brain was overflowing with so many ideas and experiences of where we need to put up boundaries, where they break down, and where we can make them work better because they show up in a hundred different ways. So... I narrowed down today to talk about a really specific challenge with boundaries. And although it's specific, I'm pretty sure that no matter what industry or age group or ethnicity or family dynamics you're a part of, you are going to relate. Specifically, I want to share tips and strategies around changing boundaries when you feel like you can't. For example, when you've already set the precedent with a client or when you've already set expectations with your family. So you feel like you can't make changes now because he, she, or they have already come to expect a certain behavior or a certain response from you. Ladies, I hear this all the time. My fantabulous clients, we spend a lot of time talking together about boundaries. Whether they're personal boundaries or boundaries with other people or boundaries with external items or products like your phone or email. And although most people are really on board with what I'm teaching them at that moment and what we're discussing, I often hear things like, yeah, well, that will be great in the future. I can't do it right now because I've already set that precedent or they're already expecting this you know, behavior or action for me. So someday, sometime in the future, I will make that change. So I'll give you the perfect example. One of my clients, Diane, is a very successful lawyer and probably like you, she has a lot of integrity in her work. And one of her core values is to be super responsive. So this works for her really well in the beginning of her career. Now she was building it up. But as she got busier, as she got more experience, more clients, larger team, bigger family, more kids, 
more responsibility, she found herself addicted to responding to everything. Maybe you can relate to texts, phone calls, emails, and she was totally scattered, completely flying by the seat of her pants because she was always reacting in constant reaction mode all the time. This left her exhausted, overwhelmed, and with very little patience. So when we talked about putting up some new boundaries or adjusting the boundaries she currently had to maybe only responding once every 90 minutes to her emails, she immediately reacted, uh, no way, never going to work. My clients have totally come to rely on me to be super responsive. So I hear you. This is a great idea. This totally makes sense. But I'll have to start this in a few quarters or, you know, next year when I get new clients. So I've had this similar conversation with my client, Becky. Hello, Becky, if you're listening. She's an amazing professor. And she was hearing from and reacting to her students incessantly. They were constantly emailing her. They also have like a private board they can talk to her on. They were texting her that she was just always in responsive mode to them because, of course, just like my lawyer friend, she has a really high integrity and really, you know, it's really important to her for t- to be responding immediately and very timely. So when I suggested to her that she could maybe try to, you know, cut that back or put some time parameters or some boundaries around when she was going to respond, like maybe she could have office hours and certain days of the week, or maybe, you know, it was only one mode of communication, not all three or four ways or just different ways we could put up boundaries. She said the same thing. She was like, sounds great. Love what you're saying. Totally makes sense. But you know what? I'll have to start that in the fall or in the next semester because my current students have already come to have a certain expectation from me. So I could go on and on and on with my examples because this comes up all the time. It's a really common challenge. And I'm thinking that maybe you can relate to this as well. So I'm going to treat you now as I would my paying clients. I want to reassure you that I care deeply about your success. I really do. But in order to be true to my word, to really care about your success, I'm going to call BS on you having to wait. You don't have to wait, okay? You absolutely don't have to wait. In fact, you should take action on these new boundaries right away. And this is called tough love. I love you, but you're just making excuses. So waiting to make adjustments to your boundaries is simply a procrastination technique that stems from a fear of failure. And ladies, let me tell you, I am so familiar with this. Okay, so chances are you're really worried, like this is is not gonna work or your clients or your colleagues or your family members are going to be really pissed off at you. You might even lose them. It's going to affect your reputation. And the list goes on. You have all these reasons why you know this is a good idea and you'd love to put up these boundaries, but you really can't rock the boat and change the expectations that people already have of you. So you say something like, you know what, I'm just going to put that off or procrastinate it until next quarter or next season or next semester. And then you're hoping that maybe uh, I will have forgotten it by then, (laughs) forgotten about it by then. No, I won't. I'm on you. So here's the deal. The longer you put this off, the longer you're going to stay stuck in overwhelm and stress and anxiety. Y'all, it is like quicksand. You're just going to get in deeper and deeper until it's really hard to get out of it. You might already be there, my sweet friend. 
So first of all, let's just call it what it is, which is procrastination. And now that we've done that, let's move on to the next step. Because remember, if you want things to be different, you've got to do different. For everybody's benefit, you've got to change up or tweak your boundaries starting now. So the first step is to change your mindset. Your mindset is a set of beliefs. Okay, so there are a couple or really like two or three beliefs that you have to let go of and other ones that you have to embrace. So I'm going to go through these three, three of them. And again, I think you're really going to be able to relate to this. And once you sort of get out of this mindset, when you stop this limiting belief, this self-sabotaging belief, you're going to open up the doorways to allow you to up-level yourself, to change those boundaries, and really alleviate a lot of stress and anxiety and overwhelm. So the first mindset shift is, I'm not productive just because I'm busy. I'm not productive just because I'm busy. So I know it feels like you're super productive and really efficient when you're reacting, reacting, reacting to all the things, to the texts and the calls and the emails nonstop. But the truth is you're multitasking, you're going back and forth practically simultaneously or just within seconds or minutes between different tasks and ideas and thoughts. Your short attention span is robbing you of focus. It is stealing your clarity and is denying your creativity. Okay, you are not being productive just because you're busy. So let's keep that in mind because once we can let go of that, once we can start adopting the mindset of being more focused, that that's really the way that you're going to be more productive, then you're going to be more able to put up these boundaries or being more comfortable with it. The second mindset shift is this. Other people will be okay if they have to wait for a little bit of time. Other people will be okay if they have to wait for a little bit of time. So guess what? If somebody has to wait for 30 minutes longer than typically you respond, they will be okay. The world will not fall apart. They will not fall apart. Their life will go on. They'll be so busy with their own stuff that everything is going to be okay. Because guess what? You not only get to solve your problem of giving yourself the permission to wait another half hour or one hour even to get back to them, but you also get to help other people solve their problem of having a really short attention span and for them to feel like they have to have a response or be responsive within five minutes, right? You get to help retrain their thinking as well as retrain your thinking, right? So we want to really keep that in mind that other people will be okay if they have to wait a short period of time. And mindset number three, and this is a big one, I will be okay if I have to wait for a short period of time. I will be okay if I have to wait for a short period of time. I will not die. My family will be safe. I will not lose my job or my business or my paycheck because I chose to have more focus, more clarity, and more creativity. When you can embrace this idea that everything's gonna be okay if you're not reacting all the time, Everything's going to be okay if you push back a little bit. Everything's going to be okay for the other person if they don't get your response or if they have to wait for another day of the week or another time of day or for 30 minutes or whatever that boundary is going to be, everybody's going to be okay, right? So we have to embrace this 
And you know it once you try it. Once you try it and everything is okay, you will start building your confidence again. I promise you this. So before we move on, make sure you're feeling really good about these mindsets. Rewind this and listen to it again if you have to. And then let's move on to the next action. So I have a two to three step process for you uh, because, you know, I love to keep things easy peasy and I can never remember anything more than three steps. So it's actually a two step process. And the third step is optional. And I will get to that, you know, when we get to step number three. But here they are. Here is here's the three ways, the three steps rather that you change your boundaries or create new ones. Step number one, you decide and make a pact to yourself about your new boundary. Okay, pretty easy. You're going to commit to what it's going to be. Step two, you kindly and collaboratively let other people know about it. No use in keeping this boundary to yourself, right? We got to communicate it to others. And step three, which is optional, or actually it's just not always necessary in some cases, in others it is, and we'll get to that. But that one is to create a little system around it. All right, so recap on those three steps. Number one, Decide and make a pact to yourself about your new boundary. Step two, kindly and collaboratively let other people know about it. And step three, create a little system around it. So let's start with step one. You need to get really, really, really clear on what your boundary is going to be. Don't get wishy-washy right from the start. Okay, It's definitely not going to work if you're in a gray zone right off the bat. For example, a client I work with who's a doctor we put up a new boundary for her that she would only see patients on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday after 11 a.m. So that could be your boundary. However, if you get wishy-washy on it right from the start and someone says, oh, when do you have an appointment? And you say, well, I see patients on Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays after 11 (gasps) a.m. Unless you can't make it or if your dog is sick or if you didn't get a good night's sleep or, you know, if it doesn't work with your kid's schedule, then I can see you on Tuesday or Thursday at 9 a.m. And, you know, like if you're just going to give those signals that they can just step on your boundaries that you're not really committed to it. It is going to come across very simply by your tone and by your hesitancy. And I can guarantee you, you're not going to stick with that boundary. Now, I understand it. Like every single thing isn't set in stone. So even when you put up a boundary, it doesn't mean that you can never compromise or ever make any adjustments again. Absolutely not. Of course you can. But if you're hesitant and start giving options right away or just can't say that boundary with confidence, You are inviting other people to infringe on your boundaries. Truly, it is an invitation. So get really, really, really clear on what it's going to be and get really clear and confident on actually saying it out loud or maybe putting out in your marketing materials or training your team on that. Get really clear on what that is. Step number two. Now, I think this one's even tougher. So that first one, And I was figuring out what it is and getting confident about it. But now we've got to kindly and collaboratively let other people know about it. Again, if it sticks with you, ain't going to do no good. So this is especially tough when we're talking about your current colleagues, your current clients, your current patients or students, or even your own family, like your kids, right? Because as we've discussed, they've already come to expect a certain behavior from you. So the key to this communication is to let other people know by always shining a light on the benefit to them. I'm going to say that again. 
always shine a light of the boundary on the benefit to them. So you want to highlight why this change, why this new boundary will work in their favor and why it's in their best interest. So I'm going to give you a few examples of language around this. I'll give you like two or three examples. I think this will be really helpful. So first of all, and before we get into this, when I'm saying you have to let them know, you need to communicate to them, this can be something you put into an email. You could have a phone conversation, believe it or not, with them. Yes, we can. Or how about this? A face-to-face conversation. Oh my goodness. Yes, imagine that. So we need to actually communicate this. So first, I'm going to give you that language, but remember, it has to happen in some way. All right. So let's say one of the boundaries you want to put around is your email checking. You're obsessed with it. We're checking 17,000 times a day. And you're like, I've got to put up some type of boundary because I now realize, I recognize, I'm aware that I've changed my mindset. And I know this is just keeping me completely scattered and unfocused and everybody's going to be okay if they have to wait just a little bit. And so will I. So an example of the language you might communicate to whoever it is, your clients or colleagues or you know, whoever it is that you need to might be something like this. And again, this could be in an email, phone conversation, face-to-face. In an effort to give you my full focus and utmost clarity, I will respond to your email within two hours of receipt. If it's an urgent matter that cannot wait, please text urgent to my phone to let me know to check my email. Okay, it's as simple as that. It's just two lines. And now you can say this to someone, you can let them know it. This could be your autoresponder. You can have that conversation. But notice it's all about the benefit to them. So how did I start that? In an effort to give you my full focus and utmost clarity. Now it's like, it's not about me trying to stay focused and be not scattered and, you know, less anxious, but I'm doing this for your benefit. Like I want to give you the best service. I want to be fully focused on your, you know, needs and your challenges. And so therefore I'm not going to, you know, I'll get back to within two hours so I can be really focused and nothing falls through the cracks. So that's the kind of message that you're sending. Okay. Let's move on to another example of maybe the appointments one that I mentioned earlier with the doctor who wanted to switch appointments that were all week long, all the time, any time of the day, no boundary around it. We want to move them to three times a week after 11 o'clock. So again, the communication, whether it's spoken, written, texted, it would be something like this. In an effort to give you our best service and the full attention of our team, moving forward, appointments are available on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Period. End of statement. That's it. Okay, you don't have to justify why. You've already told them why because we want to give you the best service and the full attention of our team. Now, I promise you, if someone cannot do those days, if there's absolutely no way, like they can only meet on a Tuesday or Thursday, they will let you know. Trust me, they will pick up the phone or they will email you and they'll be like, can you just make an exception? And that's when you decide, is this worthy of that exception only? Do I hold up my boundary? Like, again, it's not set in stone. But with this type of language in place, you're going to have many, 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 many less appointments on the days that you don't want to. I'll give you one more example, and we'll use the one from the professor. And this is about the office hours that she wanted to instill, even though for months and the whole year, really, you know, there was it was a free for all. Anybody could contact her any time of the day, seven days a week. So the language might be in an effort to give you my undivided attention and full focus. Moving forward, please direct all of your questions on the shared board during office hours, which are Monday through Thursday, 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. Done. 
Doesn't that just sound so good? Oh, I'm going to get your undivided attention and full focus now. And now I know exactly when you're available. And so if I have questions, I'm just going to have to hold them to Monday to Thursday from 2 to 4 p.m. Okay, these are kind messages. They're collaborative. They still show your full support. You're in no way just saying I'm not available. You're helping everybody in the process, right? The benefits are towards them. So you can lift the stress off yourself and it's a double win because it sets the expectations for others so they know exactly when they can expect to hear from you or when they can get in touch with you or when they can make the appointment, but it also releases the stress off of you. Ladies, this is so possible. I do this all the time with my clients. In fact, this is often homework, right? We're like, we might have a get together on a coaching call. And then for homework, I'll say, all right, put up at least one boundary this week with something in your business, in your career, with your family, some way, and then let me know that it happens. So it's amazing when you actually have an action step, you know you have to do it when you have some accountability. On that note, it's me popping in for a quick second to give you a personal invitation to join my group coaching program, Life in Control. Did you know the goal of the program is to not only get control of your work life, like email and priorities and distractions and demands, but also to get control of your personal life, like meals, self-care, family demands, health, and so much more on your ever-growing to-do list. What I found is that as women grow in their careers and personal lives, We revisit and repeat the same steps in the growth process, and that's why this program works for women in multiple stages of growth and across industries. This is a time when coaching, mentorship, and community is essential. We share best practices and brainstorm so many great ideas together. The amount of encouragement and collaboration and just the compassion going on in the group is amazing. You can learn more about all of my programs from VIP days to one-on-one coaching to group programs at lifeisorganized.com forward slash coaching. Now back to boundaries and step number three. Now I mentioned step number three was optional. And what I really meant by that was that it's not always necessary. In fact, many times it's not necessary. However, if you're working with a team or your family or basically other people, it most likely will be necessary. And it can be even when you're working alone. So step number three was getting a simple little system around your boundary. And in order to get your new boundary in place and really stick to it, you might need to create a little system around it if it impacts other people. So for example, if you're going to change your appointments, the doctor's appointments to that Monday, Wednesday, Friday schedule, you've got to communicate that to your team. They need to know what language to use if someone pushes back or does want that appointment on Tuesday. What deems an exception and what doesn't? Does this require a change to your scheduling system? Do you need to update these days on your website or other marketing materials or maybe even the sign on your door? There could be this whole domino effect of this new boundary, which is absolutely fine, but you just gotta think it through and create a process or a little system around it just so everybody is clear. In the case of putting boundaries around your email, now that might not impact anyone else besides you, right? Because it's just your email. So you probably wouldn't have to create a new process around that one. So really just think through step number three, whether you need that process or not to best uphold the boundary and really truly stand by it. 
All right. Well, I hope this has served you well today. My wish for you is that you put boundaries in place ASAP and not convince yourself that you need to wait until you switch roles or get a new job or when my kids get older or next semester or next year. I promise you that that will be too late and you'll be drowning even more than you are today. Also, once you do put up a new boundary, you will kick yourself for not doing it sooner. You have my word on that one. And by the way, I believe this makes a perfect inspired action for you this week because I always love to leave you with a challenge. Within the next 24 hours, I would love to hold you accountable to doing step number one. Decide and make a pact to yourself about a new boundary. What is it gonna be? Let me know. Come on over. Let me know you did it or if you have any questions about it. You can come on over to my site at lifeisorganized.com forward slash podcast forward slash 19 or hook up with me on Facebook at Life is Organized. I'll link those both below, but those are the two that I hang out with on the most. As always, you are so awesome for showing up here. You know I love helping you keep everything straight that's on your overflowing plate to help you stop procrastinating what you know you really should be doing and help you stop feeling like you're drinking from a fire hose every day. If that's something that interests you, if you're like, yes, I really need help with that, then book a free session with me. Let's just get to know each other. See if we might be a good fit for ongoing connection and community. Come on over to lifeisorganized.com forward slash coaching. You can find out all about my group coaching and one-to-one coaching options, and we can get on the phone and have a chat. I will leave you with this. It is not easy to show up at work, at home, in your relationships as the supporter, be the nurturer, the mentor, and the role model day after day. It is truly my honor to support you on your journey through life. Now let's go take some action. Here's to you, to me, and our commitment to productivity on purpose. I'll catch you next time. 